always on a Sunday. It is indeed Sunday. Dunbo. Yeah. It's been an interesting weekend. It has been. So what happened with the sewage backup in the basement? Well, we had a little problem. We had four roots that were in the drain from the house out to the street. And um, we've got this monster tree. I've even forgotten what variety it is. but It's, it's a black very, locust. It's very dirty tree. Yeah. Plugs up our gutters, dirties up the lawn in the neighborhood. <laughs> and it's huge. I mean, in the years since I've known you, since 2005, this thing has gained in girth by about 50%. At least. And it has, uh, the trunk is about two feet in diameter and the crown though is about four plus feet in diameter the tree guy says he can take down this big tree but he said i don't have equipment big enough to take out the crown of the stump so it's encroached and we've had a couple of backups uh because you know, when we well, flush how, the toilet. It, but how did the roots... Yeah, but I don't think it's our poop water. I think it's the neighbors. Because one day when the neighbors had a plumber over there, that was the day that I think their guy came over and drilled up into our thing. Is that possible? N not no. likely. Okay. Because there's a main sewer line that, you know, is essentially a shared sewer line. Everybody's waste from their individual houses or businesses goes in separately. They don't share sewer systems until they get to the street. And, for example, years ago when my folks had the problem with 11,800 gallons of raw sewage in their basement, <laughs> it was 18 inches deep. Thank God ours wasn't that bad. Um, it was like, ours was like a three-foot perimeter around the hole. But Yeah, that's where we've dumped something down, and because it couldn't get out, it backed up. Because of the roots. But how do the roots get into the pipes? That's what I want. Well, there's do a the crack. the pipes come apart? The pipes fit together when they're installed, but sometimes the soil shifts. Sometimes the pipes break. Um, in past times, they've been made out of such things as wood or clay tile, or sometimes they're cast iron. More modern systems use uh, plastic which is a little more impervious to tree roots. But long story short, a crack in the septic line is not as critical as a crack in the freshwater line coming into your home. That's copper so that it's softer and it can flex with the variation in soil temperature, freeze, etc. Do you think we should get the sewage line replaced if it had four different areas mm. of roots? Well, that's a possibility. If you want to spend a lot of money to have it dug up and replaced, you could do that. But given that we're grinding the tree, cutting the tree down and grinding the tree root out, we probably don't have to do that. Because again, it's wastewater that's leaving our house and going out to the street, the mm. common community sewer. It's just so nasty. It's disgusting, yes. <laughs> but the Romans figured out a way to... Use gravity and some water to take human waste and get it out of the way of civilization. I think it had something to do with that big heavy rain that we had. Because you know the place under the laundry tubs where the guy had to go and dig drill through? 
you know, where he had to put his auger down there. Yes. Okay, well, that, around the base of that, there's a, there's like a cement patch that goes around it. Right. That was seeping water on the day of the big rain. Now, why was that happening? Well, it could be that that was our wastewater not able to go through the pipe and seeping out. So that oh, might have been wastewater. Wastewater without the waste because it was clear. Well, well, it could be that it was just the stuff that couldn't squeeze through the tiny cracks. Oh, I just can't take it. It gives me a terrible backache. Well, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I have a backache because I think I lifted a suitcase or something to come home the other day and... I need to take some Tylenol, but well, oh that my was God. an extra long journey with a heavy suitcase down that fifteen steps. Yeah, well, there's nothing worse. I just have to say, there's nothing worse than having shit in the basement, right, Denbo? Yeah, I've seen it at my folks' house. I've seen it in your house. I don't want to see it again. <laughs> I mean, I'm on the verge of seventy, and I've seen enough shit in my lifetime. <laughs> Excuse my language. <laughs> But that's what it is. So. Oh, that's so funny. So yesterday I had a really interesting conversation with one of our neighbors. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Which one? Well, I'm not going to say her real name, but I'll just say, because she's an S name, I'll just say Shelly. Oh, okay. So I'll refer to her, but I'm pointing over, you know, it's that neighbor. Oh, yes, across. yes. Okay. okay. So anyway, yeah, about. and she's awesome and she's... She always says that she's the neighborhood watch. You know, she keeps track of everybody's house and all that kind of <laughs> stuff. So anyway, so I was doing something. I was getting something out of the car and she goes, hey, Lo. So I walked over there and we were just chit-chatting. You know, her husband hasn't been well and she was giving me an update on him and what's going on and everything. And then she said that one of our other neighbors that's over here, that's her name starts with an L, um, Asked Shelly one day, hey, do you smell like marijuana burning? <laughs> well, we know the answer to that question. <laughs> the answer is, of course, yes. It's not coming from our house, but Shelly is like, well, I've been growing it in my yard with my tomato plants for years. And, you know, I also grow it not only for <laughs> myself and my husband, but I grow it for M on Ann Street, I'm not going to say her name because she's actually uh, married into my family. Oh, okay. So I can't say, but it's M. Okay, I know, you know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, and you know, these women are in their 70s. So it's kind of like hilarious. So, you know, of course, she's saying, well, the next door neighbor, M, a man, his name is Michael. I'll just say his name because he doesn't, we don't know him very well. He doesn't really talk to us too much. But apparently he's mad that she's been growing weed in with her tomato plants. And so he yeah. doesn't talk to her anymore. Oh. But anyway, she's like, it's none of their business. I can do what I want. It's legal. And I was thinking to myself, is it legal to grow it? For I didn't ask her. Is it, is it legal and to grow can, it? You can get a license. It's There are several grow operations that are fully legal in the state of Michigan. Yeah, but are you, you allowed to grow to it in your permitted. backyard with yes, your tomatoes? for your own consumption. Okay, because, you know, she she's, first of all, Shelly has a master's degree, so she's educated. So I would think that she would know what the parameters are. But if you can imagine the two of us out there 
And of course, she has a special, she had a stroke several years ago, and she has a special walker where she can sit down. So she parks it, you know, and she's sitting and she's like, you're not going to believe this. But, you know, like the neighbors are horrible because they're complaining about my weed growing. And she goes, and you know where I grow it? And I know where she grows it, behind her garage, between her garage and the arborvitaes that grow there. So in, in with her tomato plants, you can barely see it. I mean, I've walked back there and I've seen it. I remember when she planted it a couple of years ago. But, oh, my God, it was just like, you you know, you grow up and you become an adult and you just don't think you're going to have these conversations with your neighbors in Plymouth, Michigan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well. It's just so funny. Some time ago, a young couple bought the house to the north of mine in Midland. And there was a couple that lived there with a teenage son. And shortly after the springtime, it was, you know, like May, June time frame, the neighbors came over and said, uh, would you mind looking at this growing over here? And showed me what was clearly a marijuana plant growing <laughs> outside the house. And they said, is that what we think it is? I said, yeah, it's pretty clear. I said, you know what that room used to be that that window is from? That was their teenage son's bedroom. So my thought was he must have chucked a couple of spliffs out the window and they took root or maybe he got rid of the seeds. Maybe he just smoked the buds. But oh anyways. yeah. I'm sure he probably smoked the buds, but then you know how the, well, I mean, you, you know, I don't know if you know this or not. I shouldn't assume, but you know, you have a plate or a Frisbee or whatever, and you separate the buds from the seeds and then you keep all the seeds. Now, why people keep the seeds is because they always had this fantasy. This is back when I was growing up in seventh and eighth grade. There was always this fantasy that you're going to plant these seeds. So that's why people <laughs> kept their seeds and they would keep them in old medicine bottles or little tin like sucrets. Sure. Sure. You know, containers. Know yeah, sucrets. Yeah, exactly. People would keep their seeds in there. And I'm, my God, it's just so crazy. I wonder why this marijuana smells like mint. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's infused with sucrets. Although it would be cherry. So, so there was... Uh, see, I was of the era where I had lots of access to it, but I didn't really ever buy any mm -hmm. until I was 25 or so. And a coworker told me about a coworker who had some for sale. I knew this guy, so I called him up one day at work and said, Hey, uh, M, <laughs> you know anybody where I could pick up some weed and... He said, yeah, I could probably make some arrangements after work. He said, okay, when? He says, what about today? And I was only about 10 miles away, so after work, I confirmed he would be there. I drove over to his office, and he opened the back of the company truck, and he pulled some out. And so I said, well, okay. So we made our exchange, and I was happy, and off I went. And a few days later, I was working nights and a young man who was a summer intern he was a child of mexican immigrants but he had a summer job with a phone company exactly how i started and uh his name was joaquin everybody called him jake and he came to my house and from my house we drove together to bay city to a job 
and I had had just one little bit of a cigarette that I made, and I included the seeds in it. I didn't know any better. <laughs> so they're popping. So, so I was, well, but I was enjoying that. It was uh, good. Until and, they fall on your upholstery and burn a hole. Well, in. I was doing this outside. I oh, okay. smoked yeah, it out yeah. in the backyard oh, okay. and laid down in my hammock, and I took a nap from about 9 o'clock until 4 o'clock. And by the time Jake came around around seven for the drive over to the office and to work the midnight shift, I thought I was okay. But uh, we got in the car and he kept asking me, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? And I kept saying, Jake, why do you keep asking me that? Is it because you're going 20 miles an hour. <laughs> That's <laughs> so funny. Usually I would be going 55 or well, 60 because yeah, it was driver. back roads. It was all back roads yeah. to Bay City. So. Anyways, when I got to the office and Jake and I walked in, my colleague Dick Yar took one look at me. And he said, you are not leaving the lounge tonight. You're not getting on a ladder. You're going to sit right here. You've been smoking weed. <gasps> oh, you were busted. I was busted. And um, I said, no, I I wasn't. And he he looked at me and Jake started shaking his head. He said he took 40 minutes to drive what's usually a 20-minute ride. So Dick says, yeah, you're sitting right here and you're going to tell me where did you get that? Did you buy it from who I thought you bought it from? Uh, yeah, I did. So, you know, it's... Uh, my it's, God, you got off easy. That would never happen in today's time, probably. Although a lot of companies aren't drug testing because of this legalization of, you know, recreational and medical use. A lot of companies are refusing to do any type of drug testing. Depends on where you work, I guess. Yeah, well, the companies that I work for, it clearly was against policy. And I'll ask you to fast forward five or six years. And I had the pleasure. Do I get to make a sound effect for fast forwarding? Sure. Was that five years worth? I thought that was something like three and a half. Okay, there's five. So <laughs> fast forward five years. I'm now in management. I still have that weed, but I only smoked one more joint of you it. You had it all those years. Yes. Gross. And I, and I smoked horrible. it. smoked it twice. And I'm in management. I've got a new assignment. And Mr. M, who was my sole and only dealer ever, is now reporting to me. And he's the union steward at that location. <laughs> and I said after my boss, you know, took me around, introduced me to everybody and said, you know, this is your new boss, Dennis. <laughs> Mr. Dennis to you. <laughs> you can just call me Mr. D. So <laughs> I said, Mark, I said, you and I need to have a talk. Oh, you said his name instead of M. Whoops, whoops, whoops. Whoops. Oh, I hope he's his not. initials are hope Mark Ramus. <laughs> so I he's said, not Mark, working there anymore. Hopefully. Mark, you and I need to talk. Mm, and he yeah, says, he yeah, some, he says, he okay. some shit on you. He, he and I had shit on each other. Oh, okay. I said, Mark, um, I don't know quite how to broach this, so I'll just come right out with it. You and I made a certain financial exchange once. We were both violating company p 
policy? And he says, yeah. I said, we're not going to let that happen again, right? He said, that sounds good to me. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. And uh, so we never talked about it again. And we had occasion where we had other union management business and we took care of business and we were just human beings with each other. And, and everything was, worked out good. Yeah. Oh, my God, that's a good story, Jimbo. Well, but, you know, the the fun part is I think there's another chapter to this story of was it Shelley? Shelley, yeah, our neighbor Shelley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 We had a conversation, or you had a conversation with me that she overheard today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. You're going to tell that story? So this is about our wacky neighbor on the other side. Okay, so that was yesterday with Shelley, and then today we had a conversation with I don't know what you want to call this one over here. I thought you called her L. This one? Yeah. Her first name starts with J. Well, you had me confused earlier when you mentioned an L. Oh, well, there. L is over here. Oh, okay. I'm pointing all over the place. So, yeah, I'm pointing over my right shoulder, which is kitty corner, which would be essentially be I got northeast it. of I got our it. house. I yeah. got it. I got okay. it. So now that we've got all the directions sorted out... <laughs> Okay, so we have another neighbor that's directly to our north. So and, yeah, and tell her, that story because oh my god! So you're you're outside minding your own business, doing yard work. Well, and I was getting in the car. I forget what I was doing exactly, but I'm kind of trapped. And her husband comes up and said, "Could I talk to you for a minute?" I said, "Sure," because I thought he was running for office again or something. <laughs> and uh, he he came through our backyard. We live on a corner. He lives in the next house over. And he said, oh, we're having a problem with birds pooping on our car. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh, shit. Story. You know, <laughs> how is this my problem? And he says, yeah. He says, could you think about moving those bird feeders? Because... The bird stuff is all over our cars, and pretty soon his wife, Jay, shows up behind him as if she was lurking around the corner. Which she frequently does. Which she's, you know, I I never really understood the word nebby, but she's nebby Debbie to mm -hmm. me. And um, a few years ago, not long after I moved in with you, I saw a book that reminded me of her and I just had to buy it. It was called The Sociopath Next Door. <laughs> but anyway, she shows up and she says, yeah, one of my girlfriends came to visit and there's bird poop all over her car when she left. And I said, well, you know, I want you to look up overhead. There's power lines and telephone lines going overhead. And birds sit up there, and they poop on my car, too. And I'm not going to ask somebody else to try to get the birds to stop doing what birds do. And they said, well, you know, we just wonder if you could move it to another place. I said, well, we have those bird feeders out that window in that place because we like to look at them through that window. It's kind of a nice place to 
see the birds coming and going, and we can tell easily if the bird's feed needs to be filled up. And I said, we've had some over at this other place, but when we put that bird feeder back there, we don't want it all crowded so that all the bird feeders are in one spot. And I said, we've got one temporarily in the backyard. Oh yeah, why don't you put it in the backyard? And I said, well, it's because it's my wife's hobby that she developed during the pandemic and she really loves it. And I'm not going to tell my wife she can't have her bird feeders anywhere she wants them. On our own property. On our you, own property. Of which we are taxpayers and own this property. So this is not the first time that this sociopath next door has tried to manage <laughs> what goes on on our property. Oh my God, yeah. And a short time later, and I, I try not to be crude, but I mean, this just was kind of the final straw. So I came inside after they left she also came through our backyard. I talk about encroachment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I told Lois, my darling, I told you about this desire. And you said, I'll take care of it. <laughs> <laughs> and a short time later, I was out front of the house. Uh, taking care of some garbage and some yard work. You came out and I said, "It." well, you said, uh, I'm... I said I'm steamed about this because yeah, I hadn't yeah. talked to her yet. Yeah, I was steamed yeah. and I was standing on the front porch and you were down doing something. Yeah. And, and so I said, well, you see this big smile on my face. It's because I'm having a good time trying to figure out a polite way to say, go fuck yourself. <laughs> And excuse me for such crude language, but this is the button that was pushed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so. So I did go out. But well, the fun part was the neighbor on the other side, Shelly, heard you say that she was in her backyard because you were talking to me. And and your voice bounced off our front porch and went over. And she started laughing out loud. She's like, ah! So, yeah, yeah, that was funny. Well, we live very close together here. You know, I mean, like we're very close to each other. So it's just part of living here. I kind of like it, you know. But anyway, so after I talked to you, I just decided I am not going to wait for them to come talk to me. So I went through the house from the front door out to the kitchen door and went right out there. And there she was. And I said, Jenny. And she's like, oh, hi. And she took her. She was talking to somebody on the phone. She's like, on, you know, with her earbuds. Oh, excuse me. I'll call you back. I got to um, I'm going to talk to my neighbor or something like that. OK. So then I proceeded to read her the riot act about we are not moving the bird feeders. I feed the birds through the month of May. And then I'm done until October, November time frame. I said, and I'm not moving them. I said, my husband came and told me what you and Patrick, or I just said his name. Oop. <laughs> Anyways, but P and J, what you guys had to say to my husband. And I said, and my husband's trying to figure out a polite way to tell you to go fuck yourself. <laughs> the look on her face was priceless. I'm sure. She was like, oh. <gasps> And I said, and you know what? This is just another example of you being a complainer. I said, and you always have a problem. I I can go through a series of events starting with blah. Remember the time she backed into my car and then she had the audacity to tell me that I never park there, that she always just pulls out of her driveway and that she doesn't have to look because there's never a car there. 
I had pulled up on the kitchen side of our house to run in and do something, and then I was going right back out. And in the meantime, she pulls out. And you hits. were legally parked. I was legally parked in yeah. front of my house, and she cut too that. far. She cut too hard, you know, getting to straightened out in the street, and she hit my car. And she had the audacity to say it was my fault. I was like, what is your problem? And then when I went to the insurance company to get it fixed, because it's a lease car, and I work for Ford Motor Company, and I want to get OEM parts and all this kind of stuff. Then she says, I don't know why you went and reported that to your insurance, because now we're going to have to pay for it and blah, 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 blah. I told you my husband would take care of that. We we know somebody that owns a shop in town. <laughs> I'm not going to your goddamn shop in town. Are you effing kidding me? I mean, so this is just a couple of examples of things. I mean, then there was the time they put the tiki torches right next to within five or six inches of my garage, yeah. like a, the the outer wall of my garage under the eave. Yeah. And they were planning to have a party and light those tiki torches. An alley party. An, an alley party, but they had the tiki torches on my property under right close to my, like, what were they thinking? I mean. They weren't thinking. And then there was the time. They're that, sociopaths. There was a time that you put some rocks down under the telephone pole on city property. In the right of way. In the right of way. And she complained about that and asked you to move the rocks because her precious child might come down on his bike and not be able to make the corner well, and, and hit and yeah, get his neck broken on the rocks. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. It's that's just like, a false it's false just... statement, and you caught her in a lie today. Oh, but the real reason was that she and L, the neighbor, can't fucking drive. Excuse my right. language again. They can't drive. They can't fucking drive. They drive on our lawn they every goddamn day. Every single day they drive on our lawn. I saw what their problem is, other than they don't know how to drive. <laughs> and I did ask them when they confronted me about these rocks, you know, that are in the public right of way, uh, off the driveway. In mm-hmm. the space, in the public mm-hmm. right Where they away. shouldn't be putting their tires, but they drive but over But they that. drive the fuck over these. Yes, Excuse and they me. drive over our grass. They drive over our lawn next to our driveway. It's the, well, the issue that they're trying to avoid, and they don't have the skill of drivers to do so, <laughs> is the neighbor's fence on the other side of the alley comes out about four feet, but it comes out two the, the easement. The easement. Yeah, not encroaching. And they on the don't easement. know how to drive right. in the alley. Oh my they God. should just it's show a, a little patience. On top of it. Yeah. Their kids don't. Their kids issues. don't have issues. No. They drive. They know where the edges of their cars are. They know how much space it is. These two lunatics just. <laughs> They're lunatics. It's I, just so crazy. Uh, one of my former co-workers, a lady by the name of Sherry Potter, and I talked to her a couple of months ago, um, was on the team. We got to know each other. And every once in a while, she'd say something about her ex-husband. She'd say, yeah, he's just an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and one day in a weak moment, I said, Sherry, I said, so I got to just clarify just exactly what was it that broke up you and your husband? And she says, oh, he was an idiot. <laughs> and she says, that's all I'm going to say. Okay, I get it. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, anyways. my gosh. It's so crazy. So I would use the same adjective for a Jenny. You just uh, said her name. Yeah, I know I did. Purposefully said her name. Uh, She's a sociopath. She thinks only of herself. Yeah. And fuck her. <laughs> and I don't mean that in a good, pleasurable way. I just, it's contemptible. Yeah. It's well, one thing after another. 
I'm just hoping that we, this week coming up will be a better week. So the first thing we're going to do tomorrow is we're going to call a surveyor. And we're going to get somebody out here to survey our property and we're going to put a fence up because good fences make, make good, good neighbors. neighbors. Yes, they do. So, and good neighbors make good fences. Yeah. So we will be putting a fence up and I can't wait. And, I'm stoked and I, about it. You know what's going to be really fun? What? So Michigan see. law says that the neighbors on both sides have to pay for the fence equally. Well, she's not paying for the oh, fence. No, but I want to threaten to send her a bill. No, we're just going to put the fence up and be good. We'll put it on our side of the property line. Well, I of can't course wait. we will. Oh, I can't wait. We don't want to give her a choice and a say. No, no, no. All right. Well, this has been a very exciting and informative day because i use the f word about five times oh today. i know i apologize that's all you know, right on a sunday i should probably no i am ashamed well that i couldn't control myself but, but it's too much if it's too much if you would lois just forgive me for this what you're gonna say something bad another f word no, no don't say anymore just forgive me for my using of the yeah, f word of so many times you never you, do you never you swear. understand who i'm talking about yeah and it's justified yeah and you don't swear normally i'm the one f-bombing it all over the place so oh all right well, well this the has only been, time you did today was cathartic this conversation yeah the only time you did today was when you quoted me yeah <laughs> i did i was really when i talked to her i didn't call her any names and i didn't use the f-word except to quote what you had said so well, yeah but I did read her a long list of, of encroachments over the years of where she's encroached on me, encroached on my property, encroached on my child. I mean, yeah, I was on God, the other. Remember that I had to say this one thing. Remember the time the kid, her, she had that party and the kids were skateboarding. You weren't here. You weren't in my life yet, maybe. But Shelly across the street told me that this one's having these kids are skateboarding off my patio. My covered patio off yeah. my dining room. Yeah. And they were and I with metal wheels on skateboards and i was livid i came flying through the house through the kitchen through the dining room door i'm like what are you doing first of all i don't even know these kids they weren't even the kids that live next door they were like friends of friends i go where are your parents they're like eight and ten years old these two boys and they pointed to the back of you know jay and p's backyard <laughs> and i walked over there and i go show me where your parents are at this party you know and of course you know it was like an after school thing and of course, the parents come out, and I took them to my porch. I go, look what's happened. And the father was like, "Well, there's no evidence that that was caused by their skateboards." I go, "Are you kidding me?" I go, "This is ridiculous." And I reminded her today when I was yelling at her about, "And what did you do when that happened? Nothing. You didn't do anything. No apology. No nothing. What about the day that they had the trusses put on their house when they expanded their house, and that big piece of machinery came and literally pushed my sidewalk?" My step up sidewalk, it pushed it onto an angle. Mm -hmm. And they didn't get that fixed. And they said, though, we'll have our contract guy come, you know, contractor come back and fix it. They didn't even do that. You went out there with some type of wood and you made like a lever and you were somehow able to move it, get it back into place, that huge piece of concrete. I mean, I reminded her of that today as well. Yeah. And she's like, I had no idea. And of course, I imitated her. I'm like, oh, I had no idea. I was totally mocking her, but it was fun and I enjoyed it. Well, so I, I guess I'm a bad person too. Well. Anyway, I'll get over it. We'll get over it. The fence will make a huge difference. And I will be able to put my bird feeders wherever I want along that fence. Well, 
I would add another feeder over there just I to show them it's your property, not theirs. I'm going to add more feeders once that fence is up. I might even have the feeders hanging off the fence. We might have to wash the fence every day. But I don't who care. Cares? Exactly. <laughs> but who cares? All right. I'll get over this. We well, will move on. Onward and upward. All right, Dumbo. Have a good night. You too. Okay. I love you. Kisses. <clears throat> you have to clear your throat after that big kiss, huh? Yeah. I'm <laughs> I'm enjoying the view. <laughs> oh, it's a topless party. It Good is night. for you. I'm bottomless, you're topless. What a match. <laughs>